Good morning, everybody. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs, and welcome to our show here in Sports Radio 810 WHB. As you know, I'm here every Sunday morning from 7 8 a.m., and I look forward to doing the show with you each and every Sunday as we talk about the mental side of sports on this show. We delve into issues like concentration, focus, positive or negative attitudes. How do you destroy a kid's confidence? How do you build up your confidence? What role does ego play in sports? How does your coach affect what you do? As a parent, what is your role in your child's youth sports life, high school sports life, professional sports life? We talk about these topics every Sunday morning, and I take your calls and we get into conversations. And our show is fueled by the conversations and phone calls that we get here. So I look forward to talking with you each and every Sunday as I'm here. I've been here for the last 16 years, been on the radio in Kansas City for 26 years, and been in practice as a psychologist, sports psychologist since 1981. And I've had the privilege to work with so many neat people over the years. I've been the Olympic team psychologist, the Royal psychologist, KU psychologist, and uh, consult with a lot of athletes all over the country and look forward on this show to getting into our discussions. And you know, I try to bring up a topic each Sunday that I think will be one worthy of discussion, worthy of interaction between us. And, you know, one of the things that I see in my practice, as I said, I've been in practice for 36 years, is I, I have seen a change in a lot of the athletes that come into my office. And in the last couple of years, one of the things that has sort of really hit me and, and brought my attention out with what I talk about are young people who start specializing in sports at young ages. And I think we're seeing this more and more with younger and younger kids starting to specialize in one sport. And I thought this would be a great topic to talk about today because in the last few weeks I've had two young people who have uh, come into my office, one is a swimmer, one is a softball player, both of whom have only been doing their sports basically most of their life. One's a high school sophomore, one's a high school senior, and they're both quitting. They said they've had enough. They're burned out, they're tired. They've lost their enthusiasm, they've lost their motivation, they don't want to do it anymore. And part of the problem they've got is they don't know what else to do. They're like, Doc, I don't, the, the swimmer said, and he's a senior, he goes, I love soccer, but I can't play anywhere on a soccer team. He goes, they're all competitive. They're all really advanced players. Nobody's going to want me on their team. I'm not that good. I love soccer, but, you know, no one's going to want me on their team. And we talked about finding a rec league to play in, an intramural league to play in. But he told me, he said, I'm a little scared to because I haven't played. And then the softball player is a high school sophomore. And she said, all I've been doing is playing softball since I was six. I just don't want to do it anymore. I want to do something else, but I don't know what to do. And I'm seeing this more and more now with younger and younger athletes basically loving their sport at six, seven, and eight years of age. And then just concentrating on that one sport, not doing anything else. Years ago, when I was KU's first sports psychologist back from 1981 to 85. I got to spend time working with the KU basketball team when Larry Brown was the head coach. 
And Larry Brown is a very interesting man, to say the least. But he and I had many discussions about a lot of things. And one of the things he told me that has stuck with me throughout my entire career was that he always believed that athletes should play a team sport and an individual sport. And we talked about sports specialization. I remember the conversation in his office. It was a snowy day outside, and we sat, We were sitting, and we talked for about an hour. And he said, he said, I don't think kids should specialize in one thing until they're probably 11, 12 years of age. He goes, let them play different things. Let them figure out what they want. And play a team sport because they'll learn about sacrifice, about sharing, about committing to people, about what it's like to communicate. Play an individual sport because it'll help them build their confidence. And i got to tell you, I agree 100% with him then, and I agree 100% with him now. I think we have put so much pressure on kids to play really well in something that we're almost forcing them to not do other things now. And not just sports. What about other activities? You know, what about the arts, about music, debate, whatever it might be? Volunteering, community service. What I'm seeing is a lot of kids are feeling immense pressure to have to play just that one sport because if you are, you may get a scholarship. You may be good. You may end up doing this or that. I'm seeing more and more pressure on younger and younger kids to do this. And what's happening is the burnout factor. Now, I know there are people and there are coaches out there who don't believe in burnout. I happen to believe in it. I think people get burned out. You can get burned out on anything. But if all you do is just play one sport day in and day out and you don't get a chance to do other things, I think at some point you do and can get burned out. All right, I want to open up our phone lines. As always, our number here is 913-3810-810. 913-3810-810. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I'm here every Sunday from 7 to 8 a.m. And I'd like to hear from you. If you are a parent, what age did you start encouraging your child to just specialize in one sport? If you are a parent, do you believe that kids should specialize in one sport, or do you think they should be playing several sports? What's your thought on that? If you are an athlete and you have played sports, or you're playing sports now, did you specialize just in one sport? And if you did, what age did you start doing that at? And do you regret the fact that you did it? Do you wish you'd done other things? All right, 913-3810-810 is our phone number. I'm here every Sunday morning, and I'd like to get your thoughts on sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. What age or when do you think kids should start specializing in a sport? And if you were an athlete or are an athlete, are you coaching? A, what about as a coach? What's your thought about sports specialization? Do you think it is healthy? Do you think it is unhealthy? Is it a good thing or a bad thing? Well, I want to get your thoughts on that. As a parent, is it something you encourage your kids to do? Is it something you, you have them do because they want to do it? As an athlete, is it something you wish you had done other things with? And as a coach, do you think it's healthy for a child to just play one sport? And what age should they start it? All right, my producer Derek this morning, he's got an opinion on this. He played high school football, and he told me by the time he was a senior, he was sort of burned out on it. So uh, tell me a little bit of what happened with you, Derek. Yeah, I mean... Um... When I was a when I was a junior in high school, I got hurt um, playing football, and 
midway through my junior year, I got hurt. I broke my hand and, and messed up one of my fingers pretty, pretty good. And, you know, I just, the, the, the easiest thing and the easiest way to say it is that while I was there, I was kind of, I was losing, I was losing love for the game. And, um, actually we got a caller. Hold on. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to come back to Derek here because we were talking about it before the show. And he played high school football, but by the time he was a senior, he wanted to quit because he, he, he was burned out. And I think this is an issue that isn't talked about a lot, but it is an issue that I think we need to address because I don't think it's healthy. As a sports psychologist, I think, you know, by the time you're 12, 13, by the time you're in middle school, junior high, I think that, that, that's a good time to start specializing. I think that's a time when you can start doing that. I'm not saying you should just do that. But I think that that's a good time for you to, to find something that you really want to get into. Okay, Derek, finish up what you were saying there before we go to our, our caller here. Yeah, basically the easiest way to say it is I was a guy who was a yes man in high school. Uh, I did whatever the coaches wanted and they whatever they asked. And when I got hurt my junior year, it really made me reevaluate, you know, do I want to play this? Is this something that is going to be more beneficial to me? down the road do I want to play my senior year and I made the decision that I wasn't going to play personally but um, I was I'm not going to say forced but I was talked into and urged by my parents that I needed to do it and I needed to needed to finish it out and and why, I played my why? senior year why were you, why were you urged to that you needed to finish it out my my dad was a big time uh, football fan and when he he passed away actually when I was when I was real young when I was four and my mom kind of thought had she let me quit he wouldn't have let me done that and she would have um, he wouldn't have wanted me to quit and he would have wanted me to at least finish it out and I I played the argument side of well he's not here so why why does that matter my heart wasn't in it and I'll be the first to admit it my heart wasn't in it my senior year. Um, you because know, I still you, went because to, you'd played your whole life and you were just tired of it. Right. Yeah. I, I, and, I, and I mean, I played basketball up until about eighth grade and basketball and eighth grade is when I stopped is when I stopped playing, um, playing basketball to focus more on football. But I was a way better basketball player than I was than I than I ever was a football player. But it was more so like in 2003 when the Chiefs started to get good again and they made that playoff run that made me fall more in love with football at the time. And now leading up to my senior year and when I got done with everything like that you know I was I I played but I when the season was over and when it was time to turn all the equipment in I wasn't sad and it I was burned out of it honestly and by that time the time that it the by the time that it was finally over it was probably about a year and a half maybe two years before I was I was actually able to just sit watch and enjoy football the way that I used to because you were just tired of it you I was too much. yeah and and and, I, and 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 I think you can attest to this. And we were talking before before the show started. I've listened to you for years. Um, so, and this it, is the first time you've produced my show. Well, this is the first time I've produced your show. But I've I've listened before on Sundays, especially when I had to work at other places. But it's one of those things. Yeah, you get you get burned out, and and I just wasn't in the mood to deal with any more of the stuff at all. And I, I say this high school sports, especially football, right now. And I mean, I cover high school football and during the season it right now I know a lot of people it's more of a job than it is a hobby because when I was there you only had basically from November till the beginning of January off and then it was hey you're starting your off-season program and now it's year-round and that's the problem right and, and and that that was the that was the thing that was just 
I, I didn't like. I wanted to enjoy my life. Well, we'll talk more about that as the show goes on. I'll, I'll thank you for those opinions there. Let's let's see what Chris has to say. Chris, good morning. How are you? Uh, hey, doing good. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for calling in. Get your thoughts. Uh, yeah, I would just say, I mean, I fully agree that, you know, kids growing up should play, I'd say, almost as many sports as possible. I mean, I grew up and my parents were constantly, you know, making me play one instrument, one sport at a time. <laughs> So uh, I was juggling a couple things at once, but I mean, I ended up going through, you know, soccer, baseball, basketball, <laughs> you know, even swimming, golf, tennis, and uh, ended up actually just playing rugby. And I didn't start focusing on that until, you know, I got into high school, but it was probably the best four years of sports in my life. Um, but I think all the previous experience that I had gone through and learning all the other fundamentals of sports really helped me there. And well, you had, the, you had the experience of doing other things, and that helped you out by the time you decided rugby is what you wanted to focus on. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I figured out what I liked, what I didn't like. And, um, rugby was a new sport to me, but a couple of my friends were playing it, and it seemed, uh, you know, I always liked football, but I never liked the pads, and it just seemed like a good mix of, you know, soccer and football and a little bit of basketball somewhat thrown in there, too. Um, but, yeah, I just, you know, once call in and say, I think kids should be playing as many sports as possible or explore whatever they want until they figure out, you know, what really attracts them and what they really want to excel at. Okay, well, thanks for your opinion on that. I appreciate that. And, and you know, you're, you're, you know, reinforcing what I'm talking about here, and that's that play a lot of different things, and by the time you get to middle school, high school, you'll start to figure out what you like and what you don't like. But have yeah, the opportunity absolutely. to do a lot of things. Sounds like you had that opportunity, Chris. Well, listen, sir, thanks for calling in. You have a great day. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. You too. Okay, let's go next to Todd. Todd, good morning. How are you? I'm doing really good. How are you? I'm great. Get your opinion on good. our topic here. Well, I, uh, I actually went through it. I uh, loved playing football. Gosh, I just – even – in practice, you knew at the end of the day you were going to scrimmage and get to play football. But I wasn't great at it. Um, I was really good at basketball and adept at it. And my parents at around seventh grade started suggesting that I just play basketball because I was better at it. But I still loved football. And I started in seventh and eighth grade. And then in ninth grade, I lost my starting position. And they really, my mom especially, really came on and said, Son, you're so good at basketball. Just focus on that. And I became really good at basketball. But every year after football, it would take it would take some time to get into my game because of the weightlifting and the heavy arms and the footwork. Well, there's and, so many different things involved with both of those sports that don't necessarily jive together. Right. So then, what happened was I went to college and I got to play a little bit when the college I was at had some injuries and a couple guys got kicked off the team and I was good enough to make it as a walk-on during the season but I feel like if I hadn't played football and had focused completely on basketball I would have been able to have a college career in basketball and I've always regretted not listening to them and focusing on the one sport I was best at but what age and, what, uh, you said that was junior high yeah in seventh and eighth grade they began to suggest it but I was still kind of starting in football defensive end and uh, then I lost the position in ninth grade, and they were like, son, you know you love playing it, but you love basketball too. And I did. I just liked football more. I just wasn't as good at it. And I think had I just focused completely on basketball at that time on and not gone to both camps but just gone to basketball camp and practiced all year long, 
because as I got in college, I can, was continuing to get better. You know what I mean? Right, but, but aren't you glad? But uh, let me ask this question though, Todd. Aren't you glad you played both sports for for a long time? I, I listen, and I played all three. Uh, I really gave up baseball in eighth grade, and I did. I loved playing all three, and I'm a fan of all three because of it. And like you said, I think I learned from my coaches and being a team player, and I think it made me a better person. But just as far as what I would have liked to have accomplished and what I think I could have done, I do wish I'd listened to them on, you know, in ninth or tenth grade and just focused. Well, and that's and, and, but see, but see, I think you're you're what you're talking about is interesting here because I'm talking about the fact that I think specializing at a young age isn't healthy. I think it's important to do multiple things, which you were doing, but then by the time you got to junior high, middle school, high school level, you know, you your parents wanted you to focus on one, but you still wanted to do two. Because I loved one of them so much, even though I wasn't great at it. But you know what? You had the experience of playing both. And, and yeah, you can sit back and look back now. Well, maybe I should have done one. But you were able to play basketball in college, even as a walk-on. All right? And that and you still were able to do that, which a lot of people never get the opportunity to. That's true. It was a so, small so, high school. But, yeah, yeah, I get but playing, But playing both sports was an opportunity for you. It was a good situation, and you learned a lot. And it sounds like... You gained a lot from that, but it's also something that you've learned in life about yourself. Yeah, that's true. Well, Todd, thank you, thank you for sharing yeah. your story this morning. So you have a great day. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. You All right, bye. that frees up our lines here at 913-3810-810. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Our topic this morning is this. What age should kids start specializing in sports? Is it healthy to just play one sport? I don't think it is until your middle school, high school level. I think the other thing that that really bothers me as a sports psychologist who's been in practice for 36 years is this whole need, desire to have to play a sport year-round. Okay, we've gotten to the point now where kids are playing soccer year-round, softball year-round, baseball year-round, volleyball. It's like they're playing that sport year-round because you've got to play to get better. Well, I don't think at seven and eight years of age you need to be doing that. I think you should have the opportunity to play several things, and let kids figure out what they like. As parents, you know, too many parents, and we've heard this forever, too many parents want to live their lives through their kids. Okay? They want to live out what they didn't do through their kids. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm right about everything I've done, but I know my two sons, Jonathan and Gregory, Gregory just had his 26th birthday this past week. Jonathan's 27. I've talked about them on the show for years. They both played multiple sports. And my son Gregory, by the time he was about 7th grade, 8th grade decided he just wanted to swim. He loved swimming. And he went on and swam until his senior year at New York University. When he told me before his senior year, he says, Dad, I'm done. I've had enough. I don't want to do it anymore. He wasn't on a scholarship because he's a D3 school. They don't give scholarships. He could have gone to multiple schools that did, but he didn't go to those. He, He said, I've had enough. I want to just focus on my studies and I... I want to get a job, start making money. I'm not going to be a professional swimmer. That was exactly what he told me. I said, son, <clears throat> you're old enough to make your, up your mind. You, you've enjoyed it. You've loved it. And go for it. And that sport, swimming, when he was coached by my co-author, Pete Malone, along with Jeff Montgomery with her book, Just Let Him Play, he learned so much about himself, and it has helped him in his career now. He works for Uber and their executive offices. And swimming with the Kansas City Blazers taught my son so much. But by the time he decided to just do that in middle school, he made up his own mind. Now, my son Jonathan, 
He played soccer. He played baseball. He played basketball. And he, by the time he was in high school, basketball was more of his, his sport that he liked the most. Now he plays golf mostly, but he still plays basketball. I think playing multiple sports is healthy and it's good, and you do it as long as you can. All right, let's see what Nathan has to say. Nathan, good morning. I'm Dr. Jacobs. How are you? I'm doing very well, and I appreciate the topic this morning. It's a great topic. Thank you. Uh, I, I believe this. I played soccer, football, wrestling, and track in high school all four years and lettered in all of them. I also played college sports. I believe that this fad of specializing in sports is a bad idea. In my view, may be skewered, but I firmly believe that if your child is talented enough to play college sports, you specializing them in one sport for for an extra year isn't going to make the difference. Having played college ball, if you have the, the God-given abilities and the practice behind it, you're going to make it. And, and by limiting your child, I, I believe you increase the opportunity for, for, for injury. I look back at what I've learned from all of my coaches, and every coach gave me something else to build my life upon. And, and I look at life this way. You know, I have two children, and they play sports, and they get to choose what they play, and they will play as much as they want within reason for as long as they want. And, and, and what I found most interesting about what you said a minute ago is, I was a full scholarship college athlete, and I also called my father and said, Dad, I'm done. I go, I love playing sports, but I no longer have that fire. I'm going to give up my scholarship, and I'm going to go take out loans and go enjoy the rest of my education. And he said, son, if that's what you want to do, that's your decision. And, and I played uh, one year in college, and I went took out loans and went on and got my degree. So I, I hate this idea that parents feel like they need to put their kids in X sport. 24 7 i think it's a horrible idea well and and here's the thing nathan it, it it what concerns me as a sports psychologist with 36 years of experience is i'm seeing more and more pressure now for parents to get their kids to specialize in a sport at a young age and play that sport year round and not do other things and to train in the off season to learn their skills and and, and hone their craft and get so good at it and not have the experience to do other things. And I don't think that's a healthy thing at all. I, I You know, our book, which you know, I, I talk about my book all the time because we hit it on the head in that book. Jeff Montgomery, Pete Malone, myself, Matt Folks, and, and Dr. Steve Joyce. You know, Dr. Joyce was the Royals orthopedic surgeon for over 30 years. Man, I have utmost respect for him. In fact, in 1990, when I was the Royals team psychologist at a game, celebrating after a game, tore at my knee. When I got jumped on by two players celebrating a home run in extra innings, and uh, Dr. Joyce had to repair my knee, fix the cartilage in there, and so I know personally how good he is. And he had, we have a whole chapter in our book about sports injuries, and, and Dr. Joyce talks about we are ruining kids by having them just do one sport at younger and younger ages, physically causing these injuries. So it is a problem, and the fact that you did multiple things was obviously healthy for you, and you made up your mind by the time you were in college, I, I'm done. But you made up your mind. Your parents didn't tell you that, even though you're on scholarship. And I think it sounds like you you had great parents. Absolutely. It was fantastic. And I, and I may be off on this point, but I firmly believe, look, if your child plays sports and they have the ability to, to play next level, they will get a scholarship and play next level. If, if, if they don't, they won't. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. And parents have to understand there are some people who are blessed with with given abilities and practice where it makes a difference, and if that's not your child, that's fine. Let them 
you know, exceed of what their abilities are. And everybody's different. And I saw so many children who played with me who, you know, their dad was certain that they were the next Joe Montana. And unfortunately, that wasn't in their deck of cards. And they were miserable playing. And I found that unfortunate. Well, no matter how many camps you send them to, it doesn't change. Todd, the Todd Marinovich story is one that everyone can learn from. And unfortunately, you know, that young man's got all kinds of problems. Before he was even born, his father, Marv Marinovich, who was a personal trainer, said, my son's going to be an NFL quarterback. Well, he did become an NFL quarterback with the Raiders briefly. Went to USC in a scholarship. But then he got burned out. He's a, been in all kinds of trouble with, with drugs. In fact, he was just found naked in a backyard in L.A. a couple months ago, high on drugs. So the pressure that was placed on that young man, I mean, look at Tiger Woods. We can sit here and take Tiger Woods right now as, a, as another example. He's got so many problems, which he's working through. And I, I, I admire him because he's been in the public spotlight and he's admitted it. I mean, look, Tiger Woods screwed up his life. There's no question about that with his extramarital affairs and all the things he did. But not only that, he, he's, his body is wearing down now because of playing golf and all the things he did and then the, the, the training he did with, with the Navy SEALs and stuff like that. He wore, he's worn himself out. And Absolutely. That's why... The word to me, Nathan, is balance. You have to have balance, and you have to do other things. And this whole thing of focusing on one thing is not a healthy thing, physically or mentally. I completely agree. And, and, and one last thing, and I'll hop off here, is um, you know I think parents need to recognize. I think a trap that parents fall in is you get this eight-year-old, nine-year-old, and at that point in their age, they're bigger, stronger, faster than their kids, and so they're like, "Oh, you're great. You're going to be the next." ex-player, whether it's Jordan or Jerry Rice or name your sport, and now they specialize. The problem is these kids haven't hit maturity. Their bodies haven't changed to what you really know what they're going to be. And, and being the best athlete at eight will change by the time they're 16 or 18 or 22. No, no, so, no, no, you, you, no, not 16 or 18, by the time they're 10. I mean, it's yeah, it'll, yeah it, 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 it happens. My, my older son, Jonathan, is, is almost 6'1 now. He was the smallest kid on his baseball. Jeff Montgomery coached uh, elite, uh, a, tra- a competitive baseball team that Jonathan made. He was the last kid on the team. He was the shortest kid on the team. Now he's taller than most of those kids. And, you know, you, everybody grows at different rates. And that's why, to me, I think you give kids the opportunity to do different things. This is Nathan. Great call. Thank you, sir, so much for calling in. I appreciate it. Good, good points this morning. Thank you. Have a great day. All right, that frees up our lines here at 913 913- Three eight ten eight ten. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Here's our topic this morning: sports specialization. Should kids specialize in one sport? When should kids specialize in one sport? We've had some great calls so far. I want to get some more calls in here. I want to find out from you if you're a coach. Do you think kids should specialize in one sport? What age should they do it? And should kids train year-round? Should kids train year-round? I think at young ages they shouldn't. I think they should play a sport in season, play other sports. I think kids should play an individual sport and a team sport. And we'll talk more about this in the second half of our show. I'm going to get some more calls in here. I want to get your thoughts if you're a coach, if you're a parent, if you're an athlete. Our number is 913-3810-810. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs, and we're on the Leader in Sports, Sports Radio 810 WHB. Hello again, everyone. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Hope you're enjoying our show here this morning on Sports Radio 810 WHB. As you know, I'm here every Sunday from 7 to 8 a.m. 
And today we're having a very interesting conversation. We've had lots of calls so far and looking forward to getting some more. The topic is what age should your son or daughter or should you as an athlete start specializing in sports? What is the age that sports specializations just start to occur? I have had more and more clients lately getting burned out and coming in talking about being burned out because they've been playing one sport and they want to quit by the time they're in high school. So I want to find out from you, if you're a parent, what age did you start pushing your child to just specialize in one sport? As a coach, what age do you feel kids should start specializing or should they not? You know, we're getting more and more pressure today, and I'm seeing this more and more in my office as I shared at the beginning of the show. More and more kids today feel pressure to have to play a sport year-round, just play one sport year-round, train at it constantly, train at it all the time. When the season ends, they go into off-season conditioning, off-season training. They're, it's emphasized to them by parents and coaches they just need to do that one sport because you're not going to be good enough, you're not going to make the team if you don't train and get better. I don't think it is healthy to play one sport year-round all the time. I think it's important to play a multiple sport, participate in multiple sports. And I also shared at the beginning of the show, when I worked up at KU years ago, working with the basketball team, spent a lot of time, I said, with Larry Brown, working with the men's basketball team when he was the coach. And one of the things he shared with me that has stuck with me throughout my entire career was what he told me about the importance of playing a team sport and an individual sport. I think kids should play both. And you can learn so many different things from both sports. All right, we have a wide-open phone board now. We've got calls throughout the show. I'd like to hear from you. If you are a coach, what age do you feel kids should start specializing just in one sport? As a coach, when do you emphasize that kids just play that one sport and train year-round in it? What is a good age for that to start to happen? Do we put too much pressure on kids today to start playing one sport at a young age and a young age or a young, such a young age that they burn out on it. I think kids get burned out by the time they're in high school if all they've been doing is one sport for years. All right, our number here is 913-3810-810. 913-3810-810. I'd like to hear from you if you're a coach. I'd like to hear from you if you're an athlete or you were an athlete and you got burned out. You quit your sport because of the pressure you felt to play it all the time. You argued with your parents about, I want to quit. They said, you can't quit. You have to play. We've invested a lot of money in your training. We've invested a lot of money in, in, in the, the, you know, the, the season, and you have to stick it out. You have to play the whole year. I want to hear from you if you're an athlete and your parents made you stick something out and you didn't want to do it. I want to hear from you if you're a, if you're a parent and you've had your child say they want to quit at a young age, they want to do different things, and you can see, you can see, in your opinion, hey, you know what, they've got what it takes to be, they've got what it takes to be really good at this. They could be a professional. They could be a collegiate athlete. They could make it to the top. Are you guilty of that? Did you have a parent who was guilty of that? 913-3810-810 is our number. 913-3810-810. Would have a wide open phone board now. I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you if you are a coach and you get pressure now, pressure to feel that you have to push these kids to train year round to get better. Are we at a place with our society now that we're putting so much extra pressure on kids 
to have to be so good at young ages that the fun is gone in sports. I think it is, and I think we've got a problem with it. Derek, you want to comment on this? Well, I think kids need to play multiple sports at different ages. I'm fortunate enough. I have two neighbors that used to live across the street from me that play football and also throw shot and discus uh, at Nebraska. And they were two sport athletes all throughout high school, and they were all state football players, and one of them was actually an All-American thrower in shot put and discus, and they're on scholarship at Nebraska to do football and track, which is something that rarely happens. That does rarely happen today because today you only see kids playing basically one sport in college. And they don't want to give it up at all. They said they're going to play both as long as they can. Well, that's great for them, and it sounds like they probably had parents who were supportive of that and encouraged both of those things. You know, this is a problem that I think is is growing in our society, and it's because of pressure. Pressure to have to get a scholarship. You know, I don't know if you know this. There are, I think it's this, the statistics say there's something like 95% more scholarships available for academics than there are for sports. Okay, there are all kinds of possible academic scholarships you can get. But so many parents don't see that. They just see the glory that comes with their son or daughter being an athlete and getting the notoriety to play that sport. You know, I th- think a great example of why you don't have to specialize in one sport at a young age starts with the Royals with Lorenzo Cain. He didn't start playing baseball until he was in high school. And now, you know, he's on a World Series champion team. Obviously, he's very ta- talented physically, but he didn't start playing until he was in high school. So I think that validates the fact that you don't have to start playing a sport at such a young age. All right, our phone number is 913 913- Three eight ten eight ten. I'd like to hear from you if you're a coach. I'd like to hear from you if you're a coach and you feel pressure. You feel pressure to encourage the kids you coach to have to play that sport year-round. You feel they need to do it to get better. It's the only way that the team is going to improve, that those athletes are going to improve, and you feel pressure to encourage them to do that. 913-3810-810 is our number. I want to hear from you if you are a parent and you have had your son or daughter come to you and ask you, Mom, Dad, I want to quit. Can I quit? I've had enough. I don't want to do it anymore. What did you say to them? How did you handle that? 913-3810-810 is our number. I want to hear from you if you are a coach. I want to hear from you if you're a parent. I want to hear from you if you're an athlete. Like I said, we had a wide-open phone board. We've had calls throughout the show. No one's on the line now. I want to hear from you and get your thoughts. I think one of the problems we've got today is pressure. And the whole word expectations. There are so many expectations that parents have on their kids that they're going to be the next great so-and-so, whether it's in sports, academics, whatever it might be. And so a lot of parents try to end up, maybe unintentionally, maybe intentionally, living their lives through their kids and wanting them to play something because they think they might be really good at it. Well, maybe they will, maybe they won't. But where do the kids have a say in this? All right, the pressure today is now to specialize at younger and younger ages, to start playing a sport or multiple sports at younger and younger ages to the point now that kids feel like they can't do anything else. They're not going to fall behind everybody else. The soccer season ends now. Tryouts are going to be in June for most of the club and, 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 and traveling and competitive teams here in town. And I know a lot of parents have hit, had their kids training year-round. They think, you know what, they've got a chance that they, they might be able to play with sporting one day. And let's face it, Matt Beasler, Sassanova, Kevin Ellis, Eric Palmer Brown, they're all local kids who are playing on sporting. Great examples of kids who've, who've made it. In fact, Seth Sinovic was on my show a few weeks ago. I had a great interview with Seth. You can watch it, or you, watch it. You can hear it 
on my uh, website, winnersunlimited.com, under the podcast page, or come here to WHB on our podcast page. Great interview with Sestanovic, who grew up here in Kansas City and is playing for his hometown team. And we talked tremendously about this topic as well, all right, because Seth played different things, but soccer was what he loved. All right, I want to find out from you, though. If you are a parent, what pressures do you feel to have your child play one sport year-round exist? Do you feel that pressure? Do you feel, I've got to push them to just do one sport because if not, they're not going to make it? All right, our number, as I said, is 913-3810-810. I think we put too much pressure on kids today to just play that one sport and train year-round and keep training and not do other things. What about balancing out playing the art or participating in the arts or debate or music or other things as well, playing an instrument? I think that's healthy. I think it's good to do different things because it gives you here, – here's a word I use. In fact, I just talked yesterday with a high school swimmer. We talked about the word balance. She and I talked about her schedule. She feels this pressure to, between school with finals coming up here in the next couple of weeks and training for some big meets that are going to be coming up. She's feeling this pressure to have to do well at everything. And she told me, she said, Doc, I'm not sure how to balance everything out. So we talked about that whole balance thing. You know, the most important thing is taking care of yourself, in my opinion. You know, eating right, getting your rest, sleeping, drink, obviously drinking lots of water, doing the things you need to do physically to take care of yourself. Everything else will fall in place. But too many, what I'm finding is there's pressure and more and more pressure. And a lot of kids that I see in my office feel pressure fr from their parents that they feel their parents want them to win and succeed all the time. And, and I have many sessions with kids and their parents, and the parents are like, look, I don't care. I get upset for you when you don't do well. I want you to do well. But you think I'm upset at you. I'm not upset at you. I'm upset for you. And there's a misconstrued perception there a lot of the time. Because a lot of people don't have that good communication. And that's why I think it's important. You have a preseason meeting at the beginning of the year on your team. Set goals, set expectations. Talk to the coach. Parents talk with coaches. Coaches talk with parents about what's expected. But also, you know, if you have a coach that says, this is it, you know, at seven or eight years of age, this is all we're doing, we're training, can't do other things, I'd run away from that team before I'd sign up. I wouldn't want to be on that team. That's just me personally. 913 is our number. Sports specialization is the topic. Let's see what Don has to say. Don, good morning, sir. Thanks for calling in. Hey, how you doing this morning? I'm doing well. What about you? Oh, pretty good, thanks. Uh, my concern is parent. It's not a concern. Is is I see, especially this is my oldest son. I see the sports that he is really good at, and he wants to be good at the sports that he's not as good at. Um, I think at the end of the day, we are going to let him choose what he wants to do. But as a parent, I want to try to stay out of that. But at the same time, I want him to excel where he has a be the best chance of succeeding. So, um, like I said, in the end, uh, as a parent, I'm going to try to let him do what he wants to do. But then you, 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 you gnash your teeth when he's wanting to play sport A, and you're like, I mean, if you went down Sport B Road, uh, you would be a lot more successful. So well, let me ask this question, Don. How old is your son? He is eighth grade. He'll be in ninth grade. Okay, so he's at the age now that I that I was talk about, as I shared earlier on the show. That's that's an age when you can you know you can start to specialize in something. I think it's sure. okay to start to do that. Your concern. Well, we live, 
Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you go. So ahead. We live in a, we live in a small school district, so they do all they he, we do all sorts of sports, and I don't. He's not at that point. He, all, I have three kids that are all in in sports, and neither of them have specialized because they all have different interests. And living in a small district and going to a small school will let you be able not only to play all different sports, but there's. Um, we're able to do multiple sports in the same season if it, if it works out right. So, so, so we're in kind of, we're in a pretty good position from a, from a participation standpoint. It's just that you, as a parent, you sit there and you go, yeah. and I think he's leaning towards the sport now that he's better at than, and then the one that he's not, but you're just kind of hoping that he's going to figure it out. And, well, you said he's in eighth grade, so he's what, yeah. 14? 14, yeah. Okay, well, see, I and we talk about this in our book, Just Let Him Play. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Jeff Montgomery is a three-time All-Star. Pete Malone coached five gold medals in the Olympics and coached for 40 years. I mean, he coached over, I think, 20,000 kids swimming. So that's why I had both of them write this with me because of their personal experience as athletes and competitors. We, we all agreed that basically the, the age your son is at is the age when they can start to specialize. We think that's a healthy time if they want to do it to do it. And I think if you sit down and go over this with him, let him make the de- make the decision, okay? Let it be his decision and be supportive. I, he, I think he's old enough at that age. Would you say your son's mature? Uh, on the days he wants to be. <laughs> that's a good answer. <laughs> he well, is. Okay, um, he's got the ability you know, to be. I, I, I don't think that he. I do not think from a, from from a parent standpoint, just by looking at it, he is a good athlete and he excels in multiple sports. Um, I don't think that he um, is somebody or I- any of my kids. I keep saying he, but but I- any of my kids um, are at the point where they are going to say or are ever going to get to the point where they say, um, "I want to do this year round." I've never. We've never really had that conversation, and I don't think that it's ever going to get to that. It's just when you get to, um, let's say, for let's just make an example. Uh, let's say you have to choose between baseball and track, and you're looking at your son going, you could be really good at one of these, but they're wanting to go down the path of the other one where they're going to probably be mediocre. Um, that's where you struggle as a parent is, do I want to tell them what they're going to do? Do I want to um, let them make their own choice and be supportive, knowing what, you know, what the – you know what the end. Re- I, know, I don't want to say knowing, but kind of having an idea of what the end result is going to be. That's the that's the struggle I have with, with, uh, with, with my kids. And well, sports, well, Don. You know? Look, for, first of all, let, let's let's just hit on this, okay? Obviously, you're a very caring parent. Okay, you wouldn't have called up the show if you weren't. Obviously, this is an issue you're concerned about. You want your child, you want your son here specifically with him, to make the right decision. But I think I think you know, being in middle school, being in eighth grade. At that age, you said he's 14, is that correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a 13, 14, and 16-year-old. Oh, my God, you're busy. Okay, so um, <laughs> I, I think he's at an age where I think the, the, the best way, in my opinion, to do it is, is for you and your wife to sit down with him together mm-hmm. and say, okay, let's talk about what you want to do. Let's talk about the pros and cons. And what I always tell people is I'm, I'm really big on making lists, so I'd have him make out a list. Of, of the positives and negatives to just doing one sport. Let him make out the list, you know, give him a, a time frame to do it, and then sit down and talk about it. And then let him make the decision. And I think your, well, jo- I think your job as parents is, is, is to be, let him, he's at the age now where he's old enough, whether he's mature enough or not, depending on the day, but 
I think he's old enough to make that decision and, and make the decision on his own. And then you need to be supportive of it. But I would sit there and, and say, look, here, here are what you see the pros and cons being. Here are what your mother and I see the pros and cons being. And so, but what we want you to make the decision. If this is what you want to do, we will support you. That's the way yeah. I would handle it. Well, I haven't read your book, but I have done pretty close to that. <laughs> I don't know if we sat down and wrote and, and did a list, but we did. We sat down and discussed each topic, and you know, I, I'd say we made an unofficial list. But um, like I said, it's, it's it's not a huge issue by any means. I mean, it's kind of a good issue to have. I mean, okay, so you're, it's you know, you you have a choice and. You know, and you're at that age where we, you know we're trying to teach our children. You know, choice, sometimes choices aren't all that they're cut out to be. You know, you know, especially when you get older, you have to make some some difficult choices. But uh, um, yeah, you just you're hoping as a parent, you're kind of going. I'm I'm hoping you're going to pick path A, <laughs> but you try not to not you try not to put barriers up for path B, and you just keep, you just kind of you know hope for the best. Anyway, well, well, Don, our, our my favorite chapter in our book is chapter three. It's called "Embracing Failure Can Lead to Fun," and the whole premise behind that chapter is that you will fail in sports. I don't care what sport you play, what level you play, you're going to fail. And learning about failure, athletic arena, is an extremely healthy thing to do because we're all going to fail in life at what at whatever. And so I think, you know, letting him make a decision and, you know, what if it doesn't work out, that's okay, too, because it could be a great learning experience for him. Well, one of our sayings around our house with all of our kids and their sports is how you handle your misses and not your makes. Well, so, it sounds like you're doing it. Listen, listen, sir, thank you for calling hey, in. Great call this morning. I appreciate it. Well, good luck with your son and with your other Bye. kids as well. All right. Thanks. Take Bye. care. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I'm here every Sunday from 7 to 8 a.m. here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Hope you've enjoyed the show today. I think it's been a great topic. Great. We had some great calls and great discussions today. And, and, you know, this show is fueled by the conversations we have. And I look forward to doing this show each and every Sunday. If you want to get a hold of me, there are a lot of ways to reach me. You can obviously follow me on Twitter at at DRJ Sports Psych, at DRJ S-P-R-T, P-S-Y-C-H. You can check out my website, which is winnersunlimited.com. Send me an email at DRJ at winnersunlimited.com. And you can obviously reach me at my office, which is 816-561-5556. I am taking on new clients. I do work with people with these topics all the time. So I'd love to hear from you. If you're a parent, if you're a coach, you're an athlete, you've got issues, questions, feel free to give me a call, get a hold of me. Hope you've enjoyed the show. If you know someone who could possibly benefit from what we've talked about today, encourage them to listen to the podcast. Like I said, it's on my website at winnersunlimited.com. At, on Twitter, and it'll be here at Sports Radio 810 WHB on the podcast page. Go to additional programming, and you'll find it there. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Hope you enjoyed the show, and I'll talk to you next Sunday here on the Leader in Sports, Sports Radio 810 WHB.